Live from the Christmas Eve celebration at the Federal Reserve Bank, this is the award-winning stamp show here today. If you can dream it, we can collect it. Brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center, a nonprofit 501c3 corporation for the advancement of philately. You can support this witless tosh and call yourself a lord or lady by joining the Stamp Show Here Today community. The cost is only $10 for a lifetime membership. Listen to the end credits for more information on joining. This is Lord Cash, just me. This is my year-end economic summary of the stamp market for 2022. And we have had, these are spicy times. So November last year, I predicted that there would be a recession and inflation in 2022. To remind you all, um, in a recession, this, the lower end of the stamp market, the retail buyer in the stamp market basically cuts their spending. Um, the people who buy stamps to fill spots in their albums, you know, they'll they'll buy dollar stamps, stuff like that. The, 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 what we term the bottom of the market, it gets dramatically reduced. On the other side, inflation increases the top of the market where people are looking for assets which are going to appreciate in value more than inflation and are a way to store value. Now, this is just my definition. But the lower end of the market, I consider stamps itself for $20 and less. Now, out of that $20 and less, probably 90% of the stamps itself for $20 and less sell for 25 cents and less. But basically, the 25 cent to $20 market is the bottom retail buyer looking to buy stamps to put into their album. The top of the market, again, this is my personal definition, is stamps that are worth $300 or sell for $300. Not that have a catalog value of $300. A stamp that has a catalog of $300 may only sell for $30 because it's faulty. I'm talking about stamps that actually are sold for $300. $300 and up, I consider the top of the market. Well, last year, we saw kind of a normal year through the winter time, all the way up to July. And then in July, we really saw a huge increase in the market. Just all of a sudden, it was dramatic and it was fast. And basically, the stamp auctions, and I'm talking about Siegel, Kelleher, Skylar Rumsey, Cherry Stone. Prices on the items, and again, I picked the $300 and up because that's what's in auctions. You don't see Siegel, which is, you know, the largest auction house in the United States for stamps. 
you don't see Siegel auctioning off 25 cent stamps. I think their minimum right now is about 600. They really don't want to take it. They'll take it, but they sort of draw the line at $600. So everything they sell will be the top of the market. Uh, Kelleher has a lower price, but they're still in the 200 plus range. And uh, so is uh, Skyler, Cherry Stone. Again, you got a little bit lower than that. But all of these are really dealing in the $300 plus range. And in July, their prices went up dramatically. And between July and August, you probably had about a 20% increase in the stamp auction market. In addition to that, things that might only get one bid or might not get any bids, all of a sudden we're getting multiple bids. So you had more bidding, more activity, and higher prices. Then after August, basically in September, it started, but you really saw it in October and then last month in November, the stamp market dropped kind of significantly. And I attribute this to, because all the inflation information, all the economic information was the same, but what occurred was that the dollar increased in value in overseas currency markets in relation to the euro and the pound. In September, foreign buyers disappeared because of the high value of the dollar, which hit a 17% increase. Uh, just for your information, the British pound, which previously was pegged at about $4 per pound, for a brief period of time, it was equal to a dollar almost. A dollar and a pound were almost the same value. So what this did, though, was if you were spending 10 pounds for a stamp in a U.S. auction, all of a sudden, that 10 pounds wasn't 10 pounds anymore. It was closer to 12, 13, 14 pounds. And if you're dealing in the multi-hundred dollars, you know, all of a sudden this $1,000 stamp that you wanted to purchase in a U.S. auction, all of a sudden it's fourteen dollars or $1,500. You don't buy it. In addition to that, there were a lot of British dealers who were advertising to Americans saying, buy your stamps in Great Britain, your dollar goes further. Well, these foreign buyers, they disappeared. They're slowly coming back now. So this is also why you know, we talk about a recession. This is why the third quarter of last year wasn't a recession. We were not spending as much dollars to buy our imports. And that cushioned our drop in gross national product so that it was positive. And if you remember the basic definition of a recession is two drops in gross domestic product in a row. Well, we had two drops. The first quarter and the second quarter were both drops. 
And then the government said, yeah, we dropped, but it's not a recession. And people basically bought it. And in the third quarter, we had positive growth. Well, this quarter, and we'll know in about 20 days whether this quarter had a negative gross domestic product. I think there's about a 50-50 chance that the fourth quarter of 2022 will be a down quarter. If it is, we've had three down quarters, and the up quarter we had was only because we had a strong value of a dollar, which then dropped again. The other thing that could help is the fact that it's Christmas. A lot of purchasing goes on. And also, gas prices are down. And ga but gas prices is sort of a two-edged sword. First of all, the one reason gas prices are down is because Putin, in his war with the Ukraine, is being forced to sell his gasoline at discounts to countries that are not sanctioning him. So the price of Russian fuel that's hitting the Chinese market and the Indian market and the Iranian market and whoever else he can sell to a lot of Africa, the prices are dropping. In addition to that, if there is a recession, the pure demand for gasoline goes down because people are not driving as much. They're saving their money. They're not buying stamps also. So if there is a fourth quarter drop, it's arguable that we've been in a recession for the entire year. If we've been in a recession for the entire year, you're going to start seeing the stamp market at the lower levels drop. So some other things that we discussed here on the podcast is you remember uh, the, the non-fungible tokens, the NFTs. Switzerland came out with a souvenir sheet. The United States came out with the Day of the Dead NFTs. Well, over the last year, the NFT market, which also includes the Board Ape Yacht Club and, you know, all, all the stuff that you have heard about, it went from a $17 billion market to a half a billion dollar market. That's a 97% drop. So if you bought your Swiss NFTs expecting to make some money, I think that it is possible that they will be worth literally zero except for the actual stamp that people purchased. And just FYI for people, uh, they gave away these NFTs when you purchased a souvenir sheet. Uh, the souvenir sheet had a picture of the Matterhorn on it and some stars and stuff. Uh, look it up in the Scott's catalog. It's actually a very, very uh, attractive souvenir sheet. And on the back, it had a QR code. And you scanned the QR code, and that gave you a free NFT picture some of the pictures were actually just one one picture, which was the very rarest one. It was uh, the Matterhorn with a star design of a dragon. 
there's only 50 of them that were sent out. So it went up in value. And realistically, it went up in value, and now it went down in value. But the souvenir sheet itself uh, will be a collector's item. I, I have a funny feeling that it's going to have a good story behind it. Uh, just FYI, also, Bitcoin in the crypto market, in the beginning of 2022, it was $45,000 per Bitcoin. And today it's right, it's below $17,000 today. So that's a big drop also. So my personal observations, I sell on eBay. Over the last three months, all my foreign buyers basically disappeared. I'm only selling to U.S. people now. And that's, as I described but above, the foreign buyers stopped buying in the United States because they had to pay in dollars, and their conversion rate from dollars to euros or dollars to pounds was so unattractive that they kind of stopped buying U.S. stuff, and I suffered from that. I am selling more stuff of the high catalog era, but I don't list that much at the high catalog era. Um, just as a reminder for people who haven't listened, my average sale is just a little over $11. If you take all my sales in average, I have some sales that are $2. And then I have a few sales that are multi hundred dollars. But on average, they average out to about $11. If there is a recession, and again, I believe there is, my market is going to be severely affected. It's going to get killed because, again, I am less than that $20. That's my average. So uh, if you're looking at strategies, buying your more inexpensive stamps later may save you a bunch of money. As the market drops, today, I, and I talk about this all the time, I'm buying the, what I call prestige items, U.S. number one, U.S. number two, the dollar value Colombians, dollar value Trans-Mississippi, stuff like, you know, the iconic stamps of stamp collecting. I believe that those are going to go up significantly, so I'm buying them. I am not buying the cheaper stuff because I know my market is going to be drying up. Now, I am a collector, but I am a collector who enjoys U.S. number ones just as much as everything else. So while you say I'm investing in you, and a person brought this up at the last damn show, you're investing in number ones, it's like, eh, you know, yeah, I I'm, I'm guess I'm investing in them, but they're going in my collection. You know, I enjoy these stamps. You know, U.S. number ones and U.S. number twos, they have color varieties and recuts and double transfers and all that. I enjoy that stamp. But I am also buying them because I am anticipating an increase. So uh, another thing I just started 
Everybody knows I collect chicken stamps. We get fan mail all the time. It's it's addressed to the chicken stamp department and everything else. And people send me first day covers. Thank you very much. I really enjoy it. I love my chicken stamp exhibit. It's going to be up at some uh, stamp show and you can see my fantastic exhibit on chicken stamps. Uh, I just started collecting S&H green stamps. <clears throat> and if you were born after about 1975, you probably have no idea what an S&H green stamp is. Well, they were stamps that when you went to a supermarket or a gas station or whatever, and when you spent money, they'd give you these stamps and on the bottom it says discount for cash well back in that time period everybody paid with cash so it wasn't really a big discount but it was a way of them for them to say thank you so what happened was the store would buy the SNH green stamps and then they would give them to their customers as appreciation for shopping at their store well, they started in 1876, but they really got started in the 1930s. They went out of business in the 1970s because of inflation back in the, that inflationary period, because the stores, instead of giving you stamps, green stamps, S&H green stamps, they wanted to lower their prices. So S&H green stamps went out of favor because the stores didn't want to pay for the stamps. They wanted to lower their prices and it had then advertised that they had lower prices. Well, here's why I collect S&H green stamps. First of all, they were the largest one. Second of all, 85%, they estimate 85% of people, households collected S&H green stamps. You get these stamps and then you'd lick the backs and stick them into books and then you take the books and redeem them for stuff. So imagine you're a kid in the 1960s. You get stamps. Your mother gives you the stamps. You get the stamps. You lick them. You put them into the book. And then afterwards, you get a toy. And just think about the programming that goes into a person's brain. When they get stamps, put them in an album, and then get stuff for them. And again, this is 85% of the households. And people today say, why isn't stamp collecting more popular? Well, a lot of people brought up, you know, you get less mail, but you don't. You get huge amounts of junk mail, and a lot of junk mail has stamps on it. And people don't communicate with letters, but realistically they do. They send postcards and stuff like that. But I think that the fact that S&H Green Stamp went out of business is a contributor to why we have fewer stamp collectors today. And so that's kind of what got me intrigued with it. Not only that, but there are several different designs of the stamps. And so, again, I like the history of them, so I'm looking for all the designs. And uh, so 
chickens and SNH green stamps are now the things that I'm looking for. So lastly, a shout out to everybody who has helped us with the podcast. Shout out to Bobby Prager and Gary Posner. Shout out to George Holshower with Colonial Stamps. Your contributions and help with the podcast are immense and greatly appreciated. Also, a shout out to all our members. If you've become a member, thank you very much. You basically pay for our subscriptions so that we can put this podcast on the air. I want to give a couple special thank yous to Mike P, Kurt S, Eric K, and Mike V. Your emails, your requests for topics, and your questions and these are regular emailers to us, it's greatly appreciated. You give us the topics that we know people want to listen to. So everybody out there, again, my um, email address is cash, C-A-J, at gradingmatters, G-R-A-D-I-N-G, matters, M-A-T-T-E-R-S, dot com. We want to hear from you. Thank you very much, everybody. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Merry New Year, Happy Festivus, Happy Kwanzaa. We celebrate Festivus and Kwanzaa also. Keep collecting and thank you very much for participating and listening to the podcast. We need your help. Nothing on the internet is free, including our phone and internet connections. So you can support the podcast by joining the Stamp Show Here Today Club. The cost is $10 for a lifetime membership. Please include your APS member number as we are an APS-affiliated club. Your support is greatly appreciated. Our brand new spanking address is 5965 Harrison Drive, Suite 6 in Las Vegas, Nevada, 89120. You left out the word glorious. Fabulous. (laughs) Because you don't put that on the letter. Oh, well, you could. You could, yeah. You could, yeah. Well, kids, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Sideshow Mel, Corporal Punishment, Tina Ballerina, oh, and from Not Landing, Miss Donna Mills. Oh, she was a sport. We've had lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of fun. But now the time has come to go. If this Silcom was found dead in his bed tomorrow, I'd be in heaven still doing this show. See you some other time! (laughs) Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.